0: Hey, welcome to Everyday Economics, the podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can subscribe to all of our podcasts at americastalking.com. To support Everyday Economics, please make your tax-deductible charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We are recording today's episode on Monday, October 30th, and join me as always my partner, Dr. orfe Divangi PhD economist, Dr. O. great to have you with us and great to have you among the living. Tough week on the COVID trail for you, my friend.
1: Yeah, hey, uh, thanks, man. Thanks. It's great to be on the other side. You know, COVID uh, did mess me up pretty bad, actually. And uh, I am back and I feel I uh, feel stronger and better than ever. So let's do this.
0: Yeah. So, hey, well, let's jump right into it. You know, there's this little website uh, out there uh, on the West Coast called Zillow.com that does some research every now and again.
1: Hold on one second, Zillow's on all coasts. <laughs> Tracking 135 million homes in the United States, my friend.
0: I kept hitting refresh, and I thought it was maybe just uh, something attached to that little fishing village uh, that, that, uh, that you live in out there in Washington State. So, surprise, surprise, new home sales just went absolutely bananas in September, which is fascinating, right? I'm sure that there's a reasonable explanation why, of course, the the entire housing market is not marching along in unison. Existing home sales are, I don't know, I'll let you characterize it. I would say that they're scuffling a bit New home sales seem to be rolling. So, what's the what's the story here?
1: Yeah, I mean we we've covered this briefly on the podcast before. It's, it's just a, it's a supply constrained housing market. You know, we got eight percent mortgage rates that have cooled down demand. Yes, but they've cooled down supply even more. They've 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 kept existing homeowners on the sidelines, and so you have a combination of fewer existing homes on the market for sale. You have builders building a ton during the pandemic and more homes still coming on the market i mean look completions are at a record high i think the most completions since like 2007 or something like that yeah. so mm-hmm. you're going to have these homes come on the market and basically they're ready they're available builders are giving away all types of incentives to home buyers because the market has slowed down so much and they're worried they're a little bit scared hey you know they're they're cautious i want to say hey you know, maybe we won't be able to get rid of this inventory. Maybe, maybe, maybe they are. They're able to get rid of the inventory because you have millennials aging into home buying, huge generation of people ready to buy. You have people coming from abroad wanting to buy a home. You have, and builders are saying, look, we got all these people. They want to buy. They're stuck because of the budget constraint because 8% is kind of steep. Uh, so what do we do? We give them a rate buy down. A lot of people going into homes are 5% right now, 5, yeah. 6%. So they give them a rate buy down, they give them a bunch of incentives, and uh, the end result is new home sales continue to tick higher and higher and higher. Uh, and that's it. I mean, you have a supply constraint housing market, and so if you build, you have builders building and giving away incentives to buyers, then new home sales continue to tick higher.
0: From the report, 759,000 new single-family homes um, came on the market in September. That's a from August and is up more than 33% from the prior September. So, September. The median sales price of new houses in September, this is straight from the Zillow report. Median sales price of new houses in September was uh, $418,800 US dollars. The seasonally adjusted estimate of new houses for sale at the end of September was $435,000, a supply of 6.9 months at the current sales rate. So I wanna ask this question. We've talked about builder sentiment, you know, just recently. I mean, I know that you and I have been a little bit spotty in being able to come on. My travel schedule has been pretty bad. You had this bout with the uh, with COVID. So we really haven't had a chance to talk and sort of coalesce. Try to make sense of that for us. I mean, the previous home uh, home builder sentiment number, What what's to be expected here in the future? Well, it, look, it, it, you, you're
1: gonna see home builder confidence come down it is because home builder sentiment tells you something about the future it's not it's not about right now it's about the future and with 8 at 8% mortgage rates uh, the incentives are going to go up and up and up to keep to keep buyers uh, to get buyers through the door and that's going to you know the sh- profit margins are going to have to shrink a little bit that's just the bottom line and uh, and so of course the builders are not going to be too happy about that uh, but they're going to have to make some changes. And uh, I think a lot of builders are already making those changes. They're saying, look, well, yeah. we've got a lot of people wanting to buy the types of homes we're building have to be able to fit within their budgets. And so what do we do? We build a little bit more efficiently. We build smaller. we build taller. We're going to have to, you know, uh, make a few changes, right? Just to get, uh, the math to, to make the math work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's what builders are going to continue doing. I think they started doing that back in 2022 when rates went up a lot and everybody thought the market was completely frozen and everybody was worried. Uh, Buyers came back in the spring of this year. I expect buyers will come back again as long as the labor market's doing what it's doing, as long as the U.S. economy, wage growth is where it's at, the U.S. economy is still pretty strong. uh, Buyers will come back in the spring and builders want to be ready for that. They are cautious. They're a little bit worried. But, uh, I think that, I think that, you know, history kind of re- doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. We saw this happen before. We're going to see it happen again. The, and I just think builders need to be, uh, need to be ready. They need to be, they need to have the inventory ready. They need to be ready to, uh, to, they're going to have to build differently because that's the world we live in. You know, it's the 8% mortgage rate world and rates are likely to stay elevated for a while.
0: I just, yeah, I just put, um, uh, the information from the Zillow report uh, into a, the mortgage loan calculator that I found um, at, at uh, I think it's at Google. I started over at Treespoke, but it, it yeah, comp- you know
1: Zillow.com also has a mortgage rate calculator. It Oops. it also has a search by monthly cost calculator.
0: I'm trying to I'm trying to diversify uh, the, the 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 data points here, right? So, but in in <laughs> in fairness, that four hundred and eighteen thousand eight hundred dollar uh, property. Um, depending on um, you know where you where you live, it calculated it. Uh, it's showing me as if this house is in is in Illinois, but it's nowhere in Illinois that I am familiar with because it's showing the property taxes are only fifty two hundred and thirty five dollars. Yeah, you know, a lot of these
1: calculators, these random
0: calculators online, will assume
1: like the average property tax rate across yeah. the country was like one point something percent. Right.
0: You know? Right. Well, I just got my, I just got my assessment, and my assessment, if I factored it into this, Double the property that. taxes on this At house least. would be, would be more like fourteen thousand. Oh wow! But nonetheless, thirty one twenty one a month is the is the affordability factor there. Two thousand five hundred sixty three dollars to the loan. Uh, five hundred and fifty-eight dollars in taxes and fees, um, and and I and I guess it's like you know so somewhere in the neighborhood of you're going to yeah. need 30, 36000 dollars a year to be able to buy this th- this average house.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a a, a nice report that was put out recently. Look, the, the typical the typical family needs to earn a lot more today. I mean, you know, like the. You know, it's a, you know you want to earn three times your monthly cost, right? Uh, yeah. And so, if you want to earn three times your monthly, you are looking at one hundred thousand dollars, one hundred fourteen thousand dollars for the typical family to buy the typical home today in the United States. So that is a fact, yes, and that's going to disqualify a lot of people. Um, but uh, again, the good news is, the good news is builders are making the necessary adjustments to buy to build the kinds of, the kinds of homes. That people not only want to seek to live in, but also want, can afford, uh, and, and that's the only reason, in my opinion, that you're still seeing new home sales increasing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, yeah. Right? so you have a lot of people who still want to buy a home, regardless of you know the, a lot of people to do the, this whole math about like buy versus rent, buy versus. And at the end of the day, when you have, when you have kids in school, you're not trying to move them from one school to the next in the middle of the school year. When you have large pets, most Americans know if they have large pets, it's still very, very difficult to be a renter. And so uh, people want to buy. That's, at the end of the day, that's the truth. People want to buy. It's just a matter of making the math work. And the good news is builders are trying to do that. And I think they're doing a good job, which is why uh, we're still seeing uh, single family home sales
0: increasing. Good conversation and welcome back. I'm glad you're feeling better. For Orfe Divangi, this has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other high-quality podcasts at americastalking.com.